Okay, my friends. So today we are reading a story called The Big Cheese. And this is written by Jory John and Pete Oswald. And we've read a number of their books before, haven't we? They're pretty good guys. They write about all kinds of funny stuff. Like the eggs, right? Or the beans, or... Do you remember the guy who was the egg and he was in the crate full of eggs? He was the good egg. And then there was the cool bean and the bad seed. We read him at Halloween. Oh, there's so many fun ones. Um, and so today's story is the big cheese. And today's story is read by Mommy and... Armstrong. Armstrong. Just any Armstrong? No, I'm like... Neil Armstrong? Oh, yes. I like it. He's arm strong. Okay. Here we go. They call me cheese. The big cheese. Oh, say it with me, please. The big cheese. Ta-da. <laughs> and you better believe it. That's right, folks. I'm the biggest, cheesiest piece of cheddar around. I'm really something to behold. Take a look at me. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Hmm? Have you ever observed a more impressive cheese in your life? And yes. it's not just my stature yes. either. Yes. I have. You've seen a more impressive piece of cheese? Yeah. When? Me. You're the cheese? Yeah. Armstrong? Because I can do upside down jumping jacks, but I'm not going to tell you right now. Whoa. Well, let's just see what he's capable of. And I can also... Whoa, whoa. Do, and I can also do a jumping jack and, and then flip onto my hands. It's incredible. And then do that again onto back on my... You're very springy. Maybe you're a string cheese. Yeah, I'm a string cheese. And there it is. Well, let's see about this cheddar then, shall we? Because he says... It's not just my stature either, it's my presence, my vibe, the energy I emanate. Do you know what that means, emanate? It means it's almost like it's coming off of you, like radiating or flowing off of you, okay? The excitement I exude, same thing, right? Exude means to kind of send it out of you. It's the way I fill a room or a theater or a stadium. Wherever I go, I cause a fuss. Heads turn, jaws drop, gasps are audible. And that's why they call me cheese. Oh, say it with me, please. The big cheese. Ta-da. You'd better believe it. Well, don't mind me, but I like doing that a lot. You do too? Yeah. Kay. I like going like. Yeah, yeah, you can see he's posing, he's posing for pictures. Okay. How did I get such a good, or should I say good, uh, reputation? Well, I wasn't always a big shot. I grew up in a crowded platter in a tiny kitchen. I was an unremarkable little curd. We lived quiet lives of pasteurization, but I wasn't happy with the status quo. Oh, no. I wanted to make a big old name for myself, so I resolved to become a big cheese. I wanted the praise, the cheers, the spotlight, the attention, the ovations, the celebrations. I set to work, and before long, 
I was on the fast track to success. I dressed to impress. I shredded the competition. I stole every show. And he does. In the pictures, we can see that he's just remarkable. And then I'd brag nonstop to anybody who'd listen. Hey, did you see me score that goal while I was literally yawning? Uh, what was the secret to my success? Well, I stuck two things that I was good at. And that way I couldn't possibly fail. But did it ever get a little boring? Never trying anything new, I suppose. But it didn't matter. As long as everyone agreed that I was, oh, say it with me, please, the big watermelon cheese. Oh, my goodness. And then one fateful day, I met Wedge. He was new in town, and he seemed to be my exact opposite in every way. He was quiet, and I was loud. He was shy, and I was bold. And while I dominated conversations, he kept to himself. And I didn't pay him much attention at first because why, why would I? I was too preoccupied with being the center of my universe. And then, without warning, everything changed. So here's what happened. See, every summer, our tiny village staged an all-day cheese castellan. And guess who had first-place trophies from all the last six years? Hmm? <laughs> Say it with me, please. The yeah, big cheese. <coughs> Look. Ta-da. Watermelon. You'd better believe it. Watermelon. Mm. watermelon. We're going to have to work with you on your spelling. Now, this year's opening ceremony started at 5 a.m. shop, and I was fully primed and prepared to prevail. First up was the foot race, and I zipped into the lead. And within seconds, though, there was somebody on my heels. I could hear his breath and the pitter-patter of his agile feet, and it was Wedge. I could not believe it. Oh, he was fast. And not just fast, but skilled and disciplined. And he paced himself, and we were neck and neck for most of the race. But then I slipped on a rogue pebble, and Wedge swerved and sped up, and he beat me. By a nose. A cheese nose. Uh-oh. Now, I have a question before we turn the page. Do you think he's going to be a good loser or a bad loser? What do you think? Turn the page. Oh! For the first time, I'd come in second place. Ugh! Indignity. There was no time to sulk because the next leg of the competition had already started and it was a game of chess. And before I could blink or think, Wedge had taken my king in four moves. And while I was busy protesting to the judges, he'd already moved on. And the following events were a blur of loss after humiliating loss. Hat making. Oh, Wedge has a really nice hat. Sheep herding. Uh-oh, Wedge, all of his sheep are in the corral. 
bread buttering. Oh, Wedge is totally done. And Cheddar doesn't even have his butter moved around at all. It turns out that Wedge was quietly excellent at everything. Even when he won, though, he didn't gloat. He was so humble. It was odd. It was disconcerting. It was absolutely baffling. Finally, I watched in dismay as Wedge trounced me one last time and the day came to a bitter end. For the bird calling. And he was like, Mm. Cheddar is not very good at it. His notes are all warbly. But look, Wedge is just covered in birds. He must be good at it. Well, better for me at least. I went through every possible emotion. Ah, No! <laughs> Where's the happy look? No, it's not there. Until I finally exhausted myself, and as I lay in the muck, I heard a thunderous voice making the dreaded announcement. First place winner goes to newcomer Wedge Wedgeman. The crowd roared its approval. What had just happened? It was honestly hard to fathom when I closed my eyes and suddenly, inexplicably, a sense of calm came over me and I listened to my breathing and the steady beating of my heart. And Yes, I had lost again and again and again. But after all that, I actually felt okay. Relieved even. I suddenly knew that my world wasn't going to crumble. I picked myself up, I dusted myself off, and I headed home, and before long, I spotted Wedge. And he wasn't busy celebrating or bragging. He was just watching the stream go by, and he looked content, and we chatted for a bit. And it turned out that Wedge had a fascinating life story. I found myself getting caught up in a great conversation, a conversation that wasn't all about me. Huh. And that day I realized something. It didn't matter if it was if I was the best at everything. In fact, perhaps it wasn't health it was it was healthy for me to lose for once. And for sure, my ego was bruised in the short term, but over time I gained some perspective on what's really important. Losing taught me about empathy and humility. And it showed me that I'd become so focused on winning that I was missing out on the joy of participating. And it helped me see that even that I can live with defeat even if I get a little bit angry or frustrated at first. See, these days I'm not going to worry about whether I win or lose. And I don't have to impress everyone all the time. I can let others have the spotlight. And I've taken up some new hobbies just for me. And it doesn't look like he's very good at this new hobby, does it? See, he's trying to bowl, and what has he done? He's broken a window pane with his bowling ball. Whoops. Yes, I'm trying to be 
a better wheel of cheddar. So now, when I brag about something, well, I brag. I mostly brag about my friends. Whoa, did you see that? What a move! Because it turns out that everyone, from a crumb of gorgonzola to a fleck of feta, can, to an unassuming wedge of brie, can be. Okay, say it with those, me, please. Those guys must be... His buddies? Yeah, those guys must be his besties. Yes. Now you want to say it with me? Ready? The big, big cheese. Oh, you better believe it. He's a watermelon. Oh, my goodness. What are we going to do with you? Watermelon. Watermelon. Are you in the mood for watermelon? He's a well, he's I think, yeah, I think he's round, sort of, but I think he's 100% the wrong color to be a watermelon. Watermelons are usually green, and he's very orange. But nevertheless, my friends, that is the end. Thanks so much for listening to today's story. If you wanted to get a copy of this story, I have got a great tool I wanted to make you aware of. You can pop over to amazon.com slash shop slash storytime with Philip and mommy. And you will see I've created a list for every month of the year. And in each list, I have put links for every story that we have read in that month. So you can easily find a link to the story so you can purchase it for yourself. And of course, this all goes to um, help support our, our podcast so we can get new materials. And of course, don't forget, you can also pick up your copy of the Storytime with Philip and Mommy book, The Sprightly Sprite and the Dragon Dragon. And of course, we always hope that you guys enjoy our stories. And we want to say thank you so much for listening.